beautiful Inland Blue Studios. This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and Ron Miltz. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Miltz. We got a special guest today, uh, John Walter, I- uh, and I just messed up your last name. And I, and I was like, wrote it down with like phonetic pronunciation as well. Edis, there we go. Sorry. Yes. So uh, it, it's spelled with an X, but apparently the X is silent, which I well, actually, it's an S. But well, whatever. Uh, I don't read. You know, you don't read. <laughs> English is a secondary subject for me. So all right, well, we're a minute in, and I've already fucked this up. So here we. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. So John's here to, uh, as our special guest today. Uh, John's with us from the uh, Jack of All Nerds podcast and also uh, Club Cosplay. Uh, we'll get uh, actually, John. Why don't we just lead off with that? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Cl- Club Cosplay to start with here? Uh, Club Cosplay, uh, Nerds Nightclub. It's actually a really cool event. We started off with two events out in Corona at the M15 Nightclub. Mm-hmm. Uh, fired off, got way better response than I think anybody expected. Um, Ivan uh, McLean is the promoter from Happy. Productions, and we've done uh, Stanley's Kamikaze. We were the official after party for that event. Nice, nice. Um, we just did the Ohm Nightclub on the 18th of January. Uh, pulled about a thousand people through those doors. And where's that? Uh, that's in LA, right next to oh. the Chinese Theater. Uh, or Got from it. okay, from my history, Grauman's or Man yeah, Chinese Theater. They prefer Theater. Asian American Theater. The now. Asian yeah. American <laughs> Theater now. Okay. <laughs> no, it didn't say that they're American. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then uh, we actually have an event coming up this weekend on Valentine's Day. We are running House of Blues in San Diego. It is going to be the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance. We're recreating that. Wait, wait, wait. Are you doing Back to the Future? Yes, we are. are we now, are is Back it to the full 50s dress and everything, too? Well, what it is is we're, we're recreating the backdrop for the stage. Okay. And the Flux Capacitors, which is an 80s cover band, uh-huh. are really good. They're actually going to be the ones who are... are our featured uh, live performer. Oh, that's We've so awesome. We've got DJ Galactic Ray, uh, Chuck Nunn, uh, several other DJs doing it. We've got actually a lover's lounge upstairs in the restaurant that's going to be run as well. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Is, is Marlon going to be there? It's your cousin, Marlon! <laughs> <laughs> well, we are, I am actually building the podium for, for Marvin Berry. There we go. Yeah. Uh, there, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, now, I, I have like in my head... I see the enchantment under the sea dance, and because it's a cosplay, there's going to be like 30 Marty McFlies yep. there. <laughs> yes. like, and everyone's going to be running around reenacting like Back to the Future 2. That's <laughs> what's going to happen, you know? That would actually be awesome because that would actually, you know, change the ratio of Deadpool's and yeah. cosplay yeah. at that you point. You know what? It's funny. Uh, with the cosplay world, too, there are some people who are such huge fans of. Of Back to the Future, like they've remade uh, his shoes from what was it, episode three? No, yeah, no, no, um, the the lace the laceable ones. Yeah, yeah, and the I automatic think, lace. I think one. Nike was going to make something. They now. just released them. Yeah. Uh, fact, but they just they glow. That's the whole thing. Well, right. and they've also got they've also got. Uh, I think they've got the auto lacing on on it Ooh. to some degree what? as well. If that's a thing that exists, and I don't or, or, like, <laughs> well, what kind of what kind of fat schlub and I that I yeah. don't have auto lacing shoes? Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I know Bernie from Nerds Like Us has already got his pair. He was posting all over facebook that they came in so he was oh, excited so jealous wow. yeah there, there's a guy that's on the rpf and that's the realistic prop form mm-hmm. uh he does a marty mcfly no what is uh what's his name's name in the movie i can't remember marty Michael McFly. Keaton. 
Michael Keaton's not in Back to the no, Future. Not. Oh, damn. <laughs> Michael Keaton is the Sorry, character. I'm just Michael up. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Fox. Playing Sorry. Michael Keaton uh, on yeah. Family Ties. Right. So, yeah. That's um, funny. What's that's his name? Alec Keaton. Oh, Alec Keaton. Even right. better. There We're you go. All messed up. But yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you do a 9 a.m. Sunday podcast. Michael Alex Keaton. There we go. Esquire. John. John's got it all set. So yeah, there's but there's. There's he was Marty McFly. Who do some stuff yeah. uh, like making the hat and like the reflective? Uh, yeah, you can actually buy those online. Yeah. The guys in the flux capacitors—they all—they all cosplay as uh, characters from the film. Oh, that's cool. Lead now, singer does Marty. Now McFly. you guys know at some point uh, we are going to get a Back to the Future remake. Like that's going to happen at some point. Honestly, now I went back when you know the date came. That was the date he was to, supposed to go to. Do not tell me you did not like Back to the Future. Back to the Future is amazing. It is iconic. Back to the Future Two is equally amazing. It is so not. When's the last time you watched it? It's great. I watch those oh, movies once a year, dude. Oh, it's all terrible. three of them. I watch them. No, I had oh, to turn it off. The acting was really? so campy and horrible. But you got to realize. Oh, yeah, there there has not been a movie like that that took structurally what it did. I get and the concept. So many movies try to emulate you know who that was now. Supposed to play the main in that. Um, actually, at first, Eric, Eric Stoltz. 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 Yeah. Have you ever seen any of the stuff of him? No. Yeah, uh-huh. I have. It's stilted. There's a reason they fired him. You're it like, wasn't funny. Oh, it's, it's just bad. Guys. He's just it's yeah. bad. Two no. is bad. Two three and three is okay. Great. Two and three are great, dude. Three is okay. Two is just unwatchable for me. With that in mind, though, there's a really interesting... uh, uh, Somebody on Reddit put up a thing the other day about like the time paradox that is created by Marty McFly Mm -hmm. uh, going back to the... Because basically, like at the end of Back to the Future, he comes to the present and his whole life has changed. So Doc basically has been living in the right timeline and Marty is the only one that's living out of time. So he's basically living a life that he has no memories of at all. Like, he shows up in the new house. His parents are all successful and a writer. He's got a brand new truck, which is weird because they still live in the same house, yeah. but it looks nicer, yeah. right? right. But, uh, but this idea of, like, his entire life is completely different. And he will, he will essentially sit around for the rest of his life and they'll be like, remember when we went to Europe? Yeah. And he'll be like... Yeah, that was great. <laughs> was that Disney Europe? I'm not quite sure. <laughs> yeah, trip like that he has was. no memories that are shared with anybody else at any point. You know, and this is the J.J. Abrams edited version by Ron. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to throw some lens right flares right and it's just, good to go. No, I mean, <laughs> but it, and it's funny though because especially like uh, uh, when you when people and people like when they really start to get into like the science behind it and you're like talking about like the deeper implications and they're like, well, what happened? to the Marty from that timeline yeah. when See, he you know and, and then it's like well maybe he got sent to Marty's other crappy timeline yeah. now he's forced to live this life of purgatory where <laughs> his dad's a little bitch and Biff slaps him around all where's the time. my fucking truck <laughs> <laughs> See, now, now it makes me want to take a, a, a drag off of Jay I'm just trying, <laughs> trying to sit there and absorb all the the possibilities of messing with the the time continuum. There's been this really interesting in the last couple of years where people get into the the depths. It's yeah. like to me, it's like when the uh, uh, the uh, the Pixar theory came out, like mm-hmm. the unified theory of Pixar, and I'm like, who the fuck is sitting around all yeah. day? <laughs> Trying to piece together how all the Pixar movies work in one universe, like that's way too much time on your hands. Medical you know? grade marijuana. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Prop two fifteen has made things possible that were never were before. Hey, the Supreme Court just made all that shit legal, and nobody knows. Nobody has mentioned it yet. Really? Uh, they just passed a law that, like, I didn't hear that. Basically, all medical marijuana dispensaries are now legal. They're no longer wow. illegal at a federal level. Far so. Out. I hadn't heard that. <laughs> Steve's all, yeah, oh, okay. 
This just became a much better. My glaucoma is really bothering me, man. All right. So uh, back to club cosplay, though. Uh, sorry, we got on Back to the Future. And That's how this works. Yeah, well, pretty much. So uh, uh, you guys, you're doing Enchantment Under the Sea dance uh, coming up uh, on for Valentine's Day. Um, anything else coming up with that? Um, no, it's right now. It's basically the big push to try to see what we can do to get as many people in the door as we can. Cool. Um, it's our first Live Nation event, mm-hmm. so we're really wow. pushing hard because we want to take this thing on the road and tour it. Obviously, right? Um, it would be great to be able to do club cosplay in every major city right when there's a con going. That on. would be fantastic. Yeah, and totally I know the way it'd be to go. a good time. And doable, man. That's so absolutely. Doable. So, what's a night at club cosplay look like? A night at club cosplay looks like at first you've got um, videos going on. VJ the Dave, um, he takes care of all of the videos for the club. The one that's the big fan favorite is the Don Cheadle Captain Planet. Everyone loves that <laughs> of video. Of course. Um, <laughs> the best video ever. Yes, it is. Uh, but he'll run videos, and then uh, the dance party basically starts up. DJ Galactic Rail play is set. Uh, things like that will happen. There'll be We break the show up. There's variety variety stuff going on. We've got uh, the Darth, hosts are doing Do you have like a Darth skits. Vader magician? It's all... This is this your card? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling now that you mentioned it, it probably happened. Um, how how has nobody targeted that market yeah. yet? That's like, amazing. You know, you know what's the coolest part about uh, uh, club cosplay though is that say you're going to do like uh, uh, Comic Con in San Diego, mm-hmm. and you know there's a lot of parties going on. But they're like industry parties, and they're yeah. invite only. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? That excludes the people who are really going. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're yeah. not douchebags from Hollywood coming down. Uh, you know, from Sony, and then we get doing to go to, blow off a of hooker's ass. Right. I would just like to say to any of my producer friends that may happen across the podcast. <laughs> I in no way share Steve's hey, aversion to you send, and your coke your, habits. Send your hate mail to um, gofuckyourself.com, all right? What I'm saying is, is that you're excluding the people and club, cos, uh, club cosplay. It, sorry. See, that's a hard word. It is a yeah. hard word. Um, you know, it's easier. It's, it's you, and your, you and your goddamn alliteration. Yeah. It's, it's open to, uh, to everybody to come in and party. I did yeah, that. Yeah, in fact, the, the nerd community is really encouraged heavily in the whole thing. You don't have to be in cosplay. Uh, nerd attire is the preferred look. Kind we don't of like turn what we're all away. wearing right now. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, exactly. The, the room is currently configured of Steve wearing his spooky Steve outfit, which is a tack vest with no sleeves and his shorts that he always wears. Uh, John says his Batman shirt on. I am wearing a Pac-Man shirt. And Chris in when his variety of Wolverine and or Marvel shirts. So we, we encompass what a nerd looks like. Right. So, and that, that's the best part about the dress code is we yeah. really encourage that kind of stuff. We don't turn anybody away. Um, as far as we're concerned, uh, for the regular club goer people that are coming out, it's kind of an outreach program to teach them. To, <laughs> well, yeah. it kind of hey, is, you know. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? That's funny because Come we had a the dark we, we had a friend of ours that was uh, uh, I, when I was like 25 or 26, and we had met this guy. And nice guy. He's an engineer. Uh, listens to the show at times, but he was like a 23, 24 year old virgin. And so my friends and I basically were like, you need help, buddy. We're going to start VORP, the Virgin Outreach Program, and we're going to help you get laid. <laughs> and so you saying that thinks like, makes me think, you know what? VORP needs to be reinstituted in some sort of way. Now, like, did you succeed? Oh, yeah. We got married. Right. He has a kid yeah. now. So the same age as Ronald Andrew. So, so that was the only way it was going to happen. Huh? Well, he got married to a girl he babysat. So it's kind of weird, but oh, you know. Okay. It's called laying seeds, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Ground tenure plan. What are going on there? Tenure Wait, plan. That, that didn't just fucking go over my head. I just he just married a chick that he was babysitting. Dude, you're a listener. <laughs> He's not. This isn't like a like a, a big love situation or anything. And it like wasn't that. like within the same year. No, I'm, I'm guessing. It's not like he's wow. Like, it, they were there was like about a six or seven year difference between the two of them. Like, I think we're gonna lose a listener. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're out there and you're a member of VORP, you know who you are. So, but please go yeah. ahead. Virgin Outreach Program. Which, yeah, I, you know, I don't think the outreach program is reaching any virgins at this point. Um, but no, it's it's kind of an outreach, you know, to reach out to the regular club community as well, let them know that this is kind of stuff happening. But more importantly, um, this is the Nerds Nightclub. And we have a nerd safe policy and code of conduct that we put in place. Please explain. Expand. Uh, basically, cosplay is not consent. If you want to take pictures, ask. Don't be don't be groping or yeah. you know ogling inappropriately the cosplayers, and that's not just the women, also the men, because Monster Mash always goes shirtless. Um, but mainly, it's it's all about making sure everyone's having a good time without yeah, without um, <laughs> ball cleavage, ball cleavage, <laughs> ball cleavage all the time. But, you were with me, right? Yeah, yeah, all right. yeah I, saw, I saw that one too. <laughs> it's a good radio bit, um, visuals. Now, um, I, now I, we do that all the time. I, yeah. I can't help but think you, you know, there's a no oogling clause. But it's like if you're dressed a certain way, you can't get mad if people stare, right? And you know? that's that's I mean, another- that kind of. Look, if you're if you were rocking more than a 38D and you are like and you're not covered, well, people are gonna look. Let's face it. If yeah, you, but if you know what? Like, there's there's a there's a difference. I like, guess. And you know, with 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 people who are into this and you know uh, into this cosplay and into the community of nerd life stuff, uh, you know that you can't go up and like check their oil and shit. Well, just of course because, not. You know, wait, is that? Can I this in real quick? Is that okay? Listen, Anywhere you, you're like, happens. I would like to put no, my thumb listen, in your yes. ass. You know what? Check it out. <laughs> People, you know, the ladies are walking down the street to San Diego during Comic Con in their costumes, whatever they're yeah, going. Yeah, well, and there I are a lot saying. of people down there who are not part well, of, of right, Comic Con. Right. There's a lot of the douchebags who are coming in industry wise who see this and they think, oh, hey, it's another one of the hookers I could do. Coke off her ass, <laughs> yeah, and well, they, they act like assholes. And, now, even, and you know, hey, listen, this happened. This happened to um, uh, oh crap, what's her name? She did the reality show. She was Adrian Curry. Yes, yeah, so actually, one of her friends was um, assaulted essentially on the street. Yeah, she chased the motherfucker down, dressed as Catwoman, and beat, and beat him with his with beat him whip, with her whip. Dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You sounds know? like a festive and, Friday night. Yeah. 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 And from the there. sounds of it, from the sounds of it, it was you know somebody from the Limp Biscuit community, <laughs> you know, who thought that hey man, I could just check this chick's oil, dude. See, and that's that's part <laughs> of the that, That's <laughs> part of the problem phrase. with the cosplay community that they're experiencing right now is things like San Diego. It's there's so much stuff going on on the street, yeah. and the people that are on the street, and a lot of people at the cons now, they're not the typical nerd culture no, no. We've members. We've talked about this. We have talked yeah. about you know. this, now, yeah. And not, to, not to cut it off, but are you hearing the same thing that they're moving to L.A.? Oh, they've been saying yeah. that for years, dude. That's but yeah. they've kind of outgrown San no, Diego. Here's the thing. Not San Diego, the, 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 the convention center is going under a giant, another giant marina expansion. Like uh, that back marina area is going to be gone, and they're going to expand the convention center again. 
and they're going to build a new hotel. Shit. So yeah, you know, to. if they move it to LA, then everybody coming in from out of town, they can go sightsee down 18th Street because it's such an awesome. Oh, what place about Sixth Street, dude? It's getting rose awesome, dude. Uh-huh. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, because there's uh, so much asking. to see in downtown LA. Listen, really, uh, I would much rather go to San Diego. Well, oh, everybody. Yeah. Would. I think everybody would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and LA. Park, and here's the thing, LA. Basically, you're turning LA. You know, you're going to have. WonderCon in Orange County. They'll open up something in LA. Yeah. I mean, this this is big enough that everybody will get a taste. But San now, Diego Comic Con is San Diego. Wasn't that LA? No, where's uh, Long, Long Beach? Beach Long it? Beach, yeah, yeah. Long Beach okay. Comic Expo is right, coming right, up right. Uh, yeah. end of the month. No, but Kamikaze. No, Kamikaze. Kamikaze. Oh, Kamikaze. No, That's that was LA. actually in LA. Okay. Yeah, LA so there is one already in See, LA. And every year that one's growing. Their first yes. year, they were in the basement. Mm-hmm. They were down in the parking structure. And every year they've You're going to be that up. guy in like 20 years and you're like, I remember, I remember when I was in Kamikaze. 20 years and five years. I was this close to having a few drinks and their first year, they're like, if you got their little... Their little logo of that octopus tattooed, you got it for for life, for wow. free. I almost did it. You have room like right <laughs> yeah, there. I was right like, I'm going to in there somewhere. <laughs> you know, somewhere, you know? somewhere you know? you know, it like, would just hey, look like free, little Cthulhu for you too. You know? Free convention pass? I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So back to John. So Because we, we keep segueing. Yeah, that's okay. Code hey, of conduct. Uh, code of conduct. Basically... Treat the, treat the cosplayers with respect. Treat each other with respect. That's right. the big thing. Uh, you do club douchebag stuff. Um, if we catch you taking pictures that are inappropriate, like walking up to Power Girl and getting the boob window, uh, we'll, we'll oust you. Okay. It's plain and simple. Uh, it's all about making sure everyone's no, having good, a good time man. and everyone feels safe. And that's why we call it the Nerd Safe Code of Conduct. That's pretty much everything about club cosplay. It's a good time. That's all I can say. Cool. So if you're out there in the world and you're looking for something to do and you're a nerd and you like the stuff we like, uh, Club Cosplay is out there for you. So uh, is there a website or something? Yeah, www.clubcosplay.net. Awesome. So check it out, you guys. Check it out. And also check them out on Facebook. Just Club Cosplay. Give them a like. Give them a like. We like to give them a like. Also, uh, John's uh, uh, associated with the Jack of All Nerds podcast. Yes, I am. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, real quick. I am the engineer and producer. I got roped into it. Uh, Mike hit me up about uh, some questions about some sound gear, mm-hmm. and that uh, has progressed to me being the engineer and uh, producer for the show. Cool. Uh, we do a live show on Sunday nights. Uh, from 8 to 10 p.m. on chaoticradio.com. Excellent, excellent. And we will be, uh, the uh, Nerd Life Crisis will be guest uh, hosting. Yes. Not hosting, we'll be guests, I should You'll say, on, on the show. Guesting. Guesting. <laughs> but if you've ever heard the show, it, it might actually end up being hosting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that sounds like fun, you guys. It's so a, it's a good show. I've I've listened to. Oh it. yeah, and you know what? It's it's one of those shows that uh, uh, there's a lot of good choices for you out there in the world. Um, and if you listen to this show, good for you. Uh, but we encourage you to get out there and listen to as much nerddom uh, as you can. Uh, they have a, their show has a very different feel than our show does. Uh, uh, but not that that's a bad thing. It just is different. So it's not you like you can you're, probably listen to it with your kids in the room. Ours? Yeah. Oh, sure you can if you're a really bad parent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't remember it being quite yeah. as raw. As, oh, we as... we drop that f bomb every chance oh, we right. get. Well, at Steve's house, that's perfectly okay. Yeah. So yeah. they haven't Mine started too. talking enough yet that it's an issue. So. <laughs> all right. So I, I withdraw. It. I just tell Take them sight. that if you say fuck, it's okay to everybody else but me because if you say it to me, I'm gonna beat your ass. 
Well, but, you know, I was listening to uh, uh, one of the podcasts because we always I always try to listen to them before we post them just to make sure there's yeah. no you know issues um, or anything we might want to cut one more time. And I had my headphones on, and he unplugged the jack, and I was like chasing him, Ooh. and I was like, and all of a sudden Steve's all, God damn it, and then Ron Andrews running around going, God damn it, Dad, I got that all. No, that is no, awesome. no. <laughs> I helped corrupt your son from afar. Yes, How? you did. That's awesome. awesome. I yes. love it. That is brilliant. I love, I love it. it. Yeah, and all I needed him going, Coke whore, Coke all, whore. All those, all those years of listening to Howard Stern uh, paid off for me. Nice, That's nice. Awesome. All right, guys. So uh, uh, let's transition to our our. Things that we need to talk about from the last time we recorded. So, Steve, uh, you have one that you were pretty incensed about when you walked in the door. Why don't you tell us about oh, it? Oh, my God. They're going to remake Poltergeist. Actually, <laughs> they've already remade Poltergeist. I think it's clearly the end of days. I think the signs just keep coming and coming. I mean, now they're taking another classic movie. Another movie that does not need to be remade. Why does it not need to be remade? Because it's still goddamn scary. I mean, I can still watch this movie and go, Wow. That's still a scary movie. And when the guy's eating a chicken and he's tearing his flesh off his face, you know, I mean, it's it's an awesome classic scary movie. And so, you know, once again, they're sitting around doing coke off some <laughs> hooker's ass. They go, they go, <laughs> you know, it'd be good, man. <laughs> remember, remember the, the the girl from The Grudge? She was all white. It was scary as shit. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that again, and that's exactly what they're doing. I agree. It's I, agree. I, I don't know what else I could say. I mean, they just need to stop. Or you know what? Better yet, you need to stop. Uh, you need to stop going and seeing these goddamn movies because every time you spend a dollar on them, they just keep making them. They just keep making them and making them and making. Well, it's funny. It's funny because we we had a whole big discussion last week about remakes uh, on the last episode, and and then this came out like. The day after, and I was like, "Fuck!" A day later, and we could yeah. have like ranted about this even more. But uh, I just finally got around on Netflix to watching the Carrie remake because I was like, I oh, like, "How was it? It was terrible." Oh yeah, well, it was. Yeah. It wasn't good. It was terrible, and and that's my thing. Like when people make these movies, they don't understand what made the originals interesting for the most uh, part. Totally. Like, yeah, they, I agree. Great, dude, if we redid Gandhi, but we threw in a whole bunch of CGI and shit. What if he was at Sizzler ass, this time? Dude. That yeah, would be great. Yeah. Exactly. Gandhi's, I, at, oh. Gandhi's at Hibachi Buffet just <laughs> chowing down. Exactly. That's what I feel like when I watch these movies where it's like, uh, uh, you're trying to recapture something that you're not gonna recapture. You don't and be badass if we did Schindler's List, but at the end, man, he just machine guns the fuck out all those Nazis. <laughs> oh wait, we did that already in the Glorious Bastards. Yeah. You know, it's just they just. But that—that's what made that movie interesting. Yeah. Glorious Bastards. Yeah. yeah, was the fact that Hitler dies at the end, and you're like, <laughs> I mean, it's the best movie ever. Yeah. Like, what just happened? But you know, it was a, it was a t- take a movie like Inglorious Bastards. It's this. Uh, it was kind of a remake, right? There wasn't Inglorious Bastards before, but yeah, really but, by name only. But not really the same. Yeah, yeah. not even. No. Um, the concept. It's, it's there, there's a lot of tropes. Story. There's a lot there. of. There's a lot. You know, there are rich characters. There's a lot of dialogue. Obviously, it's a Tarantino movie. But nowadays, they just take a movie. Let's throw a ton of CGI on it. Let's do the same bullshit ass scare tr- tactics we do in every movie. Yeah, that, it's funny. And you know what? We're gonna get you for twelve bucks. And you know what? We're gonna get you for fifteen if you come see it in three D. And we're gonna try to make you see it in three D because we're only gonna show it in one showing yeah. in regular. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that. and you know what's really scary is static on a flat screen. Okay, have you ever seen Static on a Flat Screen? No, because there is no Static on a Flat Screen. They eliminated that like 10 years ago. It's gone. It, it would say 
No service. HDMI unplugged. It's like the color bars going across when the channel goes off the air. That doesn't happen anymore. No, either. It, exactly. Yeah. And except yeah. you still see that trope occurring in movies. That shit drives a me nuts. You see yeah. it a lot. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't they update the technology to match what we have today? It's like, guys, do you remember like you would wake up and they would begin broadcasting at the beginning of the day? <laughs> yes. yes. And, and at the end the, of the day, you hear the national anthem exactly. and the flag I mean, flapping in the background. In, even in the original Poltergeist, wasn't there a scene where the TV's playing and then plays the national anthem? Yeah. And then it goes then off, it goes, and then the, that's the reason it, it does that. That's it exactly is it. Scary. It's not this overproduced crap that they're giving us today, dude. It was a legitimate scary tactic that worked, and now they're gonna. Yeah, they used they used our technology as a plot device. Exactly, and, and an effective plot device. You know, very effective plot device. Because I remember, wait, you know, falling asleep in front of the TV and waking up to the national anthem, mm-hmm. and then. That happened. Well, and then here's the thing about the original Poltergeist that I, I find so incredible is that you're kind of like on the you're on the road with them because you don't know what the intentions are, what it wants. Like the whole like in the preview, they're like, "Your house is buried or built on buried Indian ground." That shit doesn't come up until the third or the, the end of the second act of that movie. Like you don't find that out until the end. They never put that in the trailer. It was essentially like something's haunting this house, and then you find out this is the reason why. For them to put it in the trailer, it's like, well, you just told me what the fucking movie's about, yeah. essentially. Like. I don't need to go. Well, first off, I don't need to go see it anyways. But secondly, if I had never seen this before, it's like, where, where's the scare? Where's the twist? You know, yeah. it, it just yeah. and it looks like every scary movie that's come out in the last exactly. decade. Exactly. Yeah, Little girl like getting pulled up the need. stairs. Yep. In fact, you know? they're, in fact, they're pushing the fact that it's by the makers of The Grudge, oh, which I love that movie. That movie scared the shit out of me. I sat there with the pillow up in front of my face, had to go wake my wife up. Come watch this movie with me. I'm scared. But. It, but it's the shock value that came from that movie that made that scary. And I think that's what they're trying to translate over to Poltergeist. I, I don't know, but I'm with Steve. Like, we're, we're, I am turning into crotchety old man that's like, I don't need any of your goddamn remakes. But it, it's like, at this point, <clears throat> very few of these remakes. I, I'm okay with the reimagining, okay? If you're going to take a property and take something that's like, like, let's be honest. The original Ocean's Eleven with Peter Laurie and all, that's not a very good movie. Like, you watch that and you're like, eh, this movie's not no, very good. No, they were good. obviously just screwing around and having yeah, a good time. Yeah, exactly. The, the George Clooney Ocean's Eleven, fucking great movie. Yeah. I can watch, infinitely all rewatchable. All three of them are yeah. watchable. Infinitely rewatchable. Now, you, but Poltergeist, that movie doesn't need to be remade. Yeah, Indiana Jones, I don't need a new Indiana Jones. Just let it be, you know? Yeah. But I need a new Superman to get the taste out of my mouth from the last one. I, I am on yeah, the... Yeah, I got no problem. Oh. I, am, I am one of the few people that thought... Uh, I think Ben and Ruth was a fantastic Superman. Mm-hmm. I just think he was in the wrong movie. So and, I'm not a fan of any of the Superman movies ever. Uh, any of them. Uh, I, just, I don't think they've hit it right at all. Uh, doesn't matter. Now, if, if you could take the scene at the, the like the last twenty minutes of the last film, if you could get rid of that, would you be okay with the first like two thirds of Man of Steel? Because really, when we talked yeah, about it, I mean, yeah, he it, did it a great cool. job. Yeah, I thought he was a good. I thought he was good at that too. Yeah. It was it was the, that whole end scene. Yeah. That's where they lost me. And there were some. Well, okay. Then there was. It, now I'm thinking about it. The colonel couldn't stand him. 
the Lois Lane character. Super soldiers. He yeah. remember super he was on our super soldier. Dude. I mean, that guy was good. But he wasn't a super soldier <laughs> until the very end. First, he's rocking the Antarctic project, right? <laughs> and then he's then he's flying in with SEAL Team Six, and then he's flying the bomb into the city. I mean, this guy's good, dude. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this guy's—he's flying into ISIS and and shooting missiles into their ass too. If you I mean, uh, if you if you took the size of our military off of how movies like super soldiers go, you would think that it's like there's probably like 15 people 15, in the American yeah, at least it. at least because it's always the same 15 guys. Um, uh, no, but you know what? Okay, Superman Returns, the Kevin Spacey one with. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem I had with that movie is Brian Singer like completely forgot that Superman had any other powers other than flying or heavy lifting because yeah. the movie is literally about him lifting <laughs> in, like slightly heavier things through like they're like uh-huh. first I'm gonna lift a plane and now yeah. I'm gonna lift a, a you know a, the helicopter and now I'm, and then it's like and at the end it's like now I'm gonna lift a planet you know yeah. and it's just like ridiculous and then and then not only that but it's like. Kryptonite is his only weakness, but I'm going to lift a whole fucking island of it. Yeah, that's yeah. not really how this works. No. No. Anyways, so uh, uh, so we hate Poltergeist remake. Uh, Chris, you have something you want to complain about? <laughs> All right. So this and this I think has been since the last podcast, and my kid just loves the new Flash. TV it's great, show. dude. It's mm-hmm. and I am totally on board. It is, I was skeptical for the first like three or four. That show is hitting on all cylinders. It's, I seriously love that is. show. I Steve, am a huge if you fan. haven't gotten on board yet, I have not. It's so good, dude. The the, the episode with Captain and Cold like two weeks ago. Yeah, I yes. watched that episode twice. Like there, it's like he still just runs fast, right? Yeah, but it's like they're building. Well, they, there's a lot more to it. They're, they're building world in building, the, and it's yeah. really, dude. Gorilla Grodd showed up on a TV show. Oh my show. god! I pissed myself just about. Dude, yeah. Gorilla Grodd, a giant talking gorilla, like showed up at the at the as the teaser at the end yeah. of the last episode. Yeah. Talking and it, monkey, I might be in that. Dude, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. He threw his poop and everything. It's a good time. So, <laughs> so here's the problem I have. The show is great. It's getting great reviews. Everybody loves the show. But what does uh, DC do? They're putting together their Justice League lineup, and they announced some other jackass who I, you know, I don't never even heard of this guy. Do, do Ezra, we know who, Ezra Miller, I believe. Says who the hell yeah. is that? He's a guy. He uh, <laughs> looks a, like a friggin' like um, like a hipster. I was watching some clips. Like, who is this guy trying to get a feel for him? He looks like a total douchebag. And they're making him the Flash instead of using the guy that everybody likes and is successful and has won an entire like nation over for this show. Well, maybe exactly an entire nation. Like, whatever. Like, the people, again. the masses are coming out and marching in the streets. The culture is storming this. <laughs> I just think it's another balance. example of how stupid the DC brand is. Nothing connects anywhere. Well, he looks a little like Orlando Bloom, so they're going oh with that God. formula again. They, they, DC does not want their movies to to impede oh the progress God. of the TV shows. I mean, oh you got to. So, so they took a. They how took the hell a, is it? A solid, popular actor, yes, right off of the TV show, and they've gone ahead and given it to some somebody different who's probably maybe a little bit better looking, maybe on the. He's not though. This guy um, looks this no. Like, it's he looks like a dirt ball Grant, Grant Gustin looks like when you look at him in the flash suit, Barry Allen. You're dude, that's Barry Allen. He looks like straight out of the comic books. He's thin. He's got like the face looks perfect. Yep. I, I, I am literally like. Because I watched the uh, 90s Flash. Yeah. And I was like, I love this show. This show's great. And the 90s Flash has that element. I know. The, the, and it's it's like the dad from that show. Yeah. Or the guy, the Flash from that show is on the new Flash. As yeah. the Flash's dad. Exactly. Uh, but this guy looks the part. He plays the part. It's like everything about the show yeah. to me is perfect. It's, it's perfect. perfect. It's exactly what you want out of a superhero show. So it sounds like, again, 
another high quality Colombian cocaine decision. <laughs> yes, it's just stupid. It's so stupid. You know, somebody's sitting in there and they're like, "Listen, dude, you owe me on that blow I got." <laughs> Right. So you're going to cast this kid you're over gonna here. You're going to cast my son. Exactly. Yeah, or, right. you know, they're like, hey, listen, you know, we, we helped you get rid of the one dead hooker in Vegas because you partied <laughs> a little too hard. So now we need you to put our guy in there. I already think I, the, the more it's funny because the more the closer we get to like the DC thing happening. First off, the, the Batman Superman movie hasn't even dropped yet. Like it hasn't happened. Yeah. So it's like all of this stuff that they're talking about afterwards I, it's like i look at marvel and i'm like i think marvel like their stuff's just going to go on and be successful for at least another decade yeah oh yeah. i think this dc stuff is going to fall flat i don't think oh yeah i don't think people are going to be excited at all about it i think batman and superman will happen people will get all wet about that well, dude you you cast ben affleck as Batman, and I know we've gone around and around about this, but already you've got the community divided, not looking forward to Ben Affleck screwing up this movie. Um, I don't care how much you, uh, Kevin Smith says his buddy is going to be awesome. Dude, um, yeah. I'm still really not too terribly and, excited about it. And look at the Wonder Woman they cast. She I like Al Gadot. Dude, like there's nothing wonder about her. She's just a, a well, wonder-sized girl. Well, they first she's pretty showed banging. Her, no, she's <laughs> eat a sandwich, woman, because you are not an Amazon. Exactly my point. Yeah, but she, she, she does not fit the role. She looks fine, dude. It, dude, it's, it's casting Ed fine. Norton as the Hulk, but isn't he doesn't ever transform. Isn't she Israeli? Yeah. So, so if you've been in the army, dude, she kicks ass. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think this brings she doesn't a, look it though. This brings us around well, to a larger issue. A lot, is this I, this idea of of how everybody's bitching and complaining that there's not enough women uh, superhero movies? All right, but what you have is you have the one. Everybody's waiting for Wonder Woman to come out. Not everybody. Well, not you because you I know. think the character is stupid. Listen here, Barry Gibb. It's I know. Stupid. I know it doesn't look like the uh, character. Let me take. Let me backtrack. Okay. I don't okay. think the character is stupid. It is definitely not the coolest looking um, character that they could. There's got to be a hundred other female characters that would be ten times cooler. I would rather see a Black Widow film. Than a Wonder Woman film. I, I think the problem with, with female superheroes are most of them are deeply flawed in their creation because most of them are created by men. Right. Well, oh, and if you look at DC in general, DC's characters are very two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. They don't have any depth of character or anything. No. That's where Marvel stands apart. They actually get into the humanity and the flaws mm-hmm. in the character, which they don't deal yeah. with in DC. Yeah. You know, except for like Bruce Wayne. He's very flawed. He's psychologically scarred. <laughs> He's got the most depth of any of the DC heroes. And that's why he's had so many movies yeah. and they've been so yeah. successful. I, I think the other problem, though, is I think Wonder Woman, just just as an IP, she's just not interesting. She's just not an interesting I, character for I me. I kind of agree. Now, the, the costume is sexy. And I can sure. understand why women, you know, there, there's just not a lot for them to grab on but to. But she makes no sense <laughs> as the costume makes no sense to me because she's supposed to be this sort of uh, she's like Greek or whatever like yeah. and she wears red white and blue it's like this weird American jingoistic yeah. Yeah. like it, it makes no sense to me at all yeah. I, when there's so many other good female superheroes out there that you could pull from that everybody's like Wonder Woman we're waiting for one and I'm like well, why the fuck are well, we waiting what for are Wonder Woman other, what are those other characters I, I think well first off the, the best I think female in comics has been screwed up already on screen, which was Jean Grey. I think yeah. Jean Grey is yeah, by yeah. far the best female superhero. The uh, uh, the Dark Phoenix saga should have been 
epic in every way, shape, and form. And yeah. she should have wiped out half of the X-Men while that was going on. And they kind of like rushed through it in Last Stand because Brett Ratner Yeah, they terrible. touched it, but that's it. That's it. It was like so briefly, uh, beep, and then we moved on. I think on. they saw the writing on the wall that that cast wasn't. Well, that was, another, another, it was another one of those movies where we're like, you know what, let's put as many, many villains in this as we can. The, and that's what they did. X-Men The Last Stand was like, what happens when you do way too much? I think yep. Storm is another one. Yeah. I think Storm's a fantastic character. I'm an X-Men reader, obviously, so but I, I've always sort of been like, meh, on the Halle Berry version of Storm. Like, the comic book version of really? Storm, to me, is okay, so much more interesting. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of depth in the Aurora Monroe yeah. character. They I actually was, explore her she's past. She's a better Storm than she was... Uh... The Catwoman. <laughs> well, wow! And, and you there's another one that would be much more interesting. Movie. You know, I have a solution, no. ladies. If you want to see uh, better characters uh, and, and better movies with female characters, then um, make them. Well, yeah, I think yeah, there's more to try. How about this? Demand it. I, okay? I'm with you on that. If Demand you're half, it, the, if you're half the population, just get it fucking done. Yeah. Yeah. There and you like, go. From for me, from a guy standpoint, my own guy standpoint. I don't want to see a female superhero that looks good in her costume. I want to see a female superhero that kicks some fucking ass. Yep. I, yeah. Black Widow, all of that shit that she did when she actually started kicking some ass, that's when I really liked okay, the character. Okay, but here's the thing. Black Widow works <clears throat> in the Captain America movies, mm-hmm. but Black Widow should not be in the Avengers. Like, we've talked about this because yeah. you've got... A I guy in a nine millimeter. Exactly. You got a dude in an iron suit, a dude that hulks up and is indestructible, another dude that has like the power of a god and a girl with a gun. Like it's like one of these things is uh, not I don't like, like the Hawkeye other. either. Well, he's got a bow I and arrow. <laughs> We've talked. I, I, I like those two. It's like different arrow tips. <laughs> See, this, one, this one has a boxing glove. See, I think Black Widow is a good is a good solo project for her. Sure, it should, there should be a Black I, Widow. Cool. Here's the proof. Cool. Did anybody see Lucy? That movie was terrible. She I was wa- badass I in that movie. I wanted to see that, but was there was a good. reason I didn't go see that, and that was purely uh, babysitter. So yeah. I really wanted the, to see the, that movie. The movie, it cool. it's all right, but the whole, like, if I have to see another movie where the concept is that humans only use 10% of their brain, yeah. which is not true, I, I am going to fucking shoot myself in the head. Like, I'm so over that trope, it's ridiculous. Just make sure you miss the 10% you use. <sighs> yeah. It's not right. the way the brain works. <laughs> <laughs> Look. There's a lot of very interesting comic book women out there that are ready to be made into a movie. But the other thing I don't want to see is I'm tired of I have a male version of a character mm-hmm. and, and we lazily just turn that into a female yeah, version of a character. I, that, right. that I think She-Hulk, I think Spider-Woman, I think Batgirl. Yeah. I think all of these are lazy, lazy yes. comic. Like in the 60s and 70s, we are basically doing the best we can to appeal to a female audience by creating a lazy version of a male character. Yeah. I, I, it's to me the same thing with the female Thor, which I am so over. Like yeah. I'm so mad at Marvel for doing that because to me it's lazy. Just create a new character yeah. that can wield the hammer and don't call her friggin' Thor. That's the stupidest thing I've she ever heard. Thora. Thorina. Thorina. Thora. You know what? I, I came across this independent comic that has a strong female character that would make an amazing film or TV show. Is it called both. Grace? It is, in <laughs> fact. a picture comic again. And, uh, that would be great. Grace by Chris W. Thayer, now available in stores. Um, no, but I mean, my... My thing is, and I'm with John, I don't, look, eye candy's great. I love, everybody loves going to the theaters. Sure. It's like, it's like every, every girl that gives me grief about 
oh, well, why did they have to sexualize her? I go, whoa, 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 wait. When I went and saw Thor, it was like I've never seen a group orgasm happen in a movie theater before. Yeah. But when that man took his shirt off and walked out, <clears throat> the missus literally goes, oh, like right yeah. now. And I'm like, and listen, I'm right ladies, here. real men have curves. <laughs> That's right. All right. Round is a shape. <laughs> exactly. But it, 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 I am in shape. And I, I am a shape. And yeah. if there was a gummy bear superhero like that movie was made, I could <laughs> yeah, be I mean, the lead. Come on. You, I mean, you almost uh, made me spit my water, dude. <laughs> dude what's, his, what's his name uh, who plays uh, Magneto in first class? Oh, Michael I mean, Fassbender. dude, my wife Fassbender, is yeah. throwing her panties at the fucking screen. <laughs> so come on, don't give me all this crap that, oh, you only put hot women in movies for men. Listen, they're putting equal amount of hot guys in these goddamn movies. Did anybody watch 300? Yes. Was I the only yeah. one who's going, holy yeah. shit? I, mean, I don't know anybody who looks like that. You know, you know well, Michael I mean, Fassbender's I, okay, in that I've movie, got, too. Yeah. I've got a few friends who live in West Hollywood who do look like that. This is true. But listen, ladies, they don't want you. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, seriously, like in uh, I Am Legend, you think Will Smith's naked ass was there for us? No. That was there for the girls. I, I do not remember Will yeah, Smith's naked ass. I, I, I think you're watching movies differently than we are. stop every time. She loves that part. She, <laughs> she makes me pause. Wait, he's naked. It's like, okay. I do it to him all. Xbox, pause. And it's all play. Xbox, pause. Xbox, pause. I, I still believe that if, if, if uh, you know, we want to see some, some strong female roles, yeah. ladies, then do it. But they, you know okay? what? They are, man. And the you problem is, is the coke head, you know, producers and execs no, there's aren't a lot of green coke, that. There's a lot of Actually, coke head, uh, women producers out there who need to get a... Yeah, who, but was the, who was the, the jackass who was talking she, all the shit The one that just Sony. got fired? No, she's gone on to make her own production studio. <laughs> oh, yeah. She got fired. <laughs> Amy Schumer. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean... Uh, and Amy Schumer, if you're listening you know to this what? podcast, I do what? not share Steve's aversion to the, whatever it is you the, do. The other thing is, too, is go and see the movies, too, when they come out. Yeah. Spend the money and stop going to see the crappy remakes. Yeah. Well, spend your money on something new and original. It, it actually kind of plays into the whole thing with the, the female Gamergate and all that other stuff that was going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the executives up in charge and everything else it's a male-centric universe it still is it's still controlled by you know by us basically the guys with the testicles are the ones who are still running the show and that's why you're not seeing as many male female strong characters because maybe they're afraid of it well then you know what ladies once again you need to fucking claw your way to the fucking top that means absolutely Dude, another year and a half, and you'll have Hillary in the White House. I think it's on its way. You know, it's happening. Yeah, it is finally beginning to change. But that old that old boys network is still in place in Hollywood. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I'm just so you guys know, you have now heard four men talk about how they feel about women superheroes, (laughs) and we did it without once mentioning boobs. All right. So here we go. Boobs. Uh, Boobs. All right. So uh, (laughs) one one big news from my end. Spaceballs 2, The Search for More Money. I'm so excited. The mere fact that this was even mentioned like made me wet. I mean, at least they're honest in the title. (laughs) Yes. Well, it was mentioned in the first one. Uh, How how on earth 20 years and that's a movie that when it came out was kind of ignored like if you guys I, I don't know if you guys Rightfully remember so oh fuck no dude that movie's dude, hilarious brilliant. it is not I'm a hilarious huge, i'm a huge mel brooks fan there's to me he could do no wrong and that so. movie that movie is ah, infinitely it's, it's okay. quotable. no it's infinitely quotable 
And it gave us our first black stormtrooper, which I oh, think yes, you have. Okay. Now, here's the problem I have with Mel Brooks. I ain't found shit. He's got the pig. Like, Mel, Mel Brooks, so great. his style is, for me, it's so dated because it's so slow. And, and I loved those movies when I was you know, a kid. But trying to go back and watch like Blazing Saddles or some of these other films, Men in Tights, which is not really a great film. Um, the jokes are a very old school style where he'll give the joke and it's like, do you get it yet? You get it yet? It's punchlines, keep... dude. He delivers punchlines. Yeah, but lines. the punchlines are so long. But it doesn't make the comedy any less funny. It does. It's like, I get it, dude. We're a little it's... more sophisticated. We got the are joke we more, before you finished Are we it. more sophisticated, though? Yes. Really? really? You really? Yes. I'm not. I think I think you need to go back and rewatch Blazing Saddles. I watched I it, it like three times dude, in the last year. Young Frankenstein dude, I, plays in my every house time that horse goes Saddles off in the background. I yeah. still laugh myself. Yeah, so. yeah. totally. Now I'm not saying that they're Chris, terrible films. Chris, they're just set in a different time period. Mongo just pawn in I Game was, of Life. Now of his movies, <laughs> I have to admit, uh, Robin Hood Men and Tice is probably my least favorite. It's a lot of recycled jokes, and that well, you know, is the it was, why. It was actually the the part when. Uh, they would do the little uh, the song and dance. Yeah, yeah. man, I hate that part. We're men, we're men, men in tights. Well, that tights, wasn't tights. that wasn't so bad. It was when they did the hip hop version. Yes. Oh, yes. I couldn't stand that. Well, part. that also that also screams of like the early nineties. That's what I'm for saying. Sure. Yeah. Oh uh, no, but he's it was all, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air was no. real popular. You know, let's Blinken. Throw that in there. I love the A Blinken. He's all he's all Blinken. He's all A Blinken. Did you just call me A Blinken? Like like all of that. They're they're. Okay. Like, that's Dave Chappelle's first movie as yeah, well. Like, yeah. I mean, there's... And there are some great moments and some very, very quotable but lines. But Spaceballs 2, I mean, 30 years after... It's, once again, it's one of those things where it's like, eh, you're, get it, you're trying to get it 30 years yeah, after Yeah, but there's the so much more to mine. And you here's know. the thing. Good satire is always good, okay? And one of the best things about it, too, is in, the, in Spaceballs was... Was that they were using crappy special effects and they knew it and it was part of the joke. Will they do that again? Hopefully. I hope. Cause I think they're going to parody themselves. I think that's how the movie's going to come well, across. It's going to be a parody of space. He's got 30 years worth of material to work with. You're missing. Uh, look, all of the, the uh, parody and satire that's been coming out in this, it's all this epic movie. Yeah. It's all these mad TV writers that keep recycling this terrible. Like, all those movies are fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, and none of them are watchable. And they just churn them out. They just churn them out and churn them out. How about the National Lampoon movies? Oh my God! Have, have there they been like forty of them? And no one's yeah. heard of them. They're still making those movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they're straight to Netflix. That's, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, they're for me bad. that ended. That ended with like Christmas Vacation. No, yeah. no, Van, no Wilder. Van Wilder was the last one. Van that Wilder was, was great. Van Wilder's oh, freaking yeah. great, dude. That's I mean, really classic. But that's just a remake of Animal House, like in a lot of ways. Kind of. It's Ryan really it's Reynolds old... as Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, and but this is no, no, no. Brian Reynolds as Chevy Chase. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. he is a dead oh, ringer he, for Chevy Chase. He's, he's he he should have been he should have been Fletch. They should have yeah. made Fletch movies with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's you give Hollywood we, more ideas. They they were gonna do that, like Ben Affleck was supposed to redo oh, Fletch God. like in the nineties. Because he's no. a fucking comedic genius at Ben oh, Affleck. Hey, he's God. an Oscar winner, yeah. like yeah. multiple times, dude, sure. for writing, directing. He's funny. I mean, when he's talking uh, he in, didn't get a director in Mallrats, he likes to Argo. do women. Yeah. Didn't he win for Argo? No, he got place. best picture, but he didn't get a director nod. I thought he won for Argo. I no, I I'm pretty sure that they oh bypassed him for director. I'm pretty sure he won for Argo. Are you sure? Yeah. Doesn't Ron have 
like pinkies out Oscar parties? I think so. Yeah, I think he does. I thought so Shane I does he might that know, too. Dude. We go to Shane's house. Yeah. Shane has pinkies out. Do you guys dress dogs. up with tuxedos too? No, we sit around and watch the Oscars in our shorts. Pretty much mm-hmm. what I'm wearing now. Yeah. Except for with, you know. He's popcorn. got the tuxedo t-shirt. Exactly. <laughs> Classing it up. So, um, uh, yeah, but Spaceballs too. Like, look, there's only been one Mel Brooks movie that I was like, this is an absolute terrible idea, which was the Dracula dead and loving it. Oh my God. Because it, it tried too hard. Mel Brooks tried to write a naked gun movie yeah. with Leslie Nielsen, essentially. And it didn't yeah, work. He did that movie? Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. But it, it, I mean, that I was like was the Mel perfect Brooks. conglomeration of like, let's take a bunch of disparate parts and try to put them together in a comedy and make it work. And it was terrible. I just like, think his style is, is dated, man. And, and we have moved I'm on. I'm actually surprised that Mel Brooks is actually still alive. I mean, how yeah. old is he? 80? He's got to be in his 80s. Yeah, but he's a brilliant writer, dude. Like so. his comedy um, yeah. is. Yeah, I wouldn't want him his to son, direct. His son is know. a brilliant writer. It's yeah. Too bad they took his book and turned it into oh. shite. Yeah, so, World War Z. He's yeah. written some other stuff too. So uh, that's who unless, that he, is? unless it's about yeah, Max zombies. Oh, dude, Mel Brooks's son. Well, wow. yeah, Max. That's that's amazing. I didn't even know that. We've yeah. talked about that on the podcast. Whatever. Before. Sure. <laughs> They took they took that they took that script out into the jungle and raped that. Oh my god! Like before. really? Are we gonna Indiana Jones this again? <laughs> well, the thing the thing is cool about Spaceballs too, though, is there is now a much deeper trough of Star Wars crap to pull from. Yeah, oh, I mean you've got. If there he really is only five more movies, the first two movies. If there is not. No, Return of the Jedi had come out when that had come out. But he didn't really touch it too much in the parody. Yeah, there wasn't... Because Return of the Jedi is really just yeah, it's a remake a, of Star Wars. It's so. a parody but now, but can you imagine what he's going to do with Jar Jar Binks? Just think about it. Oh, Mel Brooks gets to fuck with Jar Jar Binks. Oh, man. See, all... I'm already cringing. I don't want to see that. Dude, that'd be awesome. It'll be like a dude in blackface, and he's like, Misa gonna go into the galaxy. Oh, God. Stuff. I don't see him doing it. I don't <laughs> oh, see him doing it. I do. I can I see it. I definitely do. I definitely do. That, that, I, I, look, I'm on board. I'm a thousand percent on board. I'll see it. There will be an entire section of just lens flares as well. Yeah. It'll be like, I would have a few drinks and see the theater. Yeah. yeah, I'd have a few drinks first. That way, I'd laugh about something. See, then you can have a drinking game. Every time they say Schwartz in the new one, oh, you God. take a shot. You would not. Did you not? You didn't laugh during the original Spaceballs. It's just I did, but it's just one of those ideas where it's like, man, we're doing this thirty years after. I, like, once again, it's like it's like the Sin City thing. You, you didn't strike when the iron. Was yeah, but hot. here's the thing: it's it's. Because it's a parody, and there's so much to parody, and and if it's done right, it could be really funny. I just I just don't think that a lot of uh, actually I gotta kind of agree with Chris a little bit. I don't think what what they're targeting now is not us. We are not the target market for movies. Okay, it's the kids. That's why all the horror movies are PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go ahead and put that kind of humor out there today. I, that, I think that Chris movie is was right. a PG thirteen. Here's, here's the problem. I don't think they're gonna get it. No, Mike. I put on. My kid wanted to watch Dumb and Dumber 2. And I said, oh, no, we can't do that until you see part one. And she didn't like part one. It was, this is kind of, you have to admit, Dad, this is kind of boring. Oh, no. Wait, what movie? Really? Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. Oh, really? Yeah, I which, know, right? Which kid is this? Wow. A Phoebe. She don't, she's too young for that humor. But that's when I saw Spaceballs. Dude, when that. Yeah, but yeah. they're, they're you, you, okay, you're remembering Spaceballs through your 40-year-old mind as opposed to your 9-year-old mind. The things that I remember when I was... Like, the things that were funny about that movie for me then are completely different okay. than the jokes that are funny okay. for me now. So, Dumb and Dumber 2... Or Dumb and Dumber's a little early for her. Well, 
Are we talking, is Mel Brooks going to write this movie, or is he Here directing he is. the movie? He's, already he's writing, writing it. it. He's not going to direct it. He's eleven. Does, does Mel Brooks get the humor of today? Yeah, why not? five years old? Once you're funny, you're always funny, dude. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't know about that, dude. Uh, you know, I, I think you're funny. Was George, your, Carlin, think, was George Carlin funny until he died? But he was yeah. funny. Dude, listen. He was funny to us. He wasn't funny to 13-year-old kids. Yeah. If you put, if you right put George Carlin on right now to his kids... They won't get it. They're not going to okay, get wait, it, Wait, wait, wait. If you put George Carlin on to your oldest kid, would she get it? She's about the same as the eight-year-old. You're, you're, missing, <laughs> you're missing a lot of the, the ideas, you guys. There were things that, like, when I was 10, I would not sit through, it's a mad, 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 mad world. No. Okay? Because it's a three-and-a-half-hour comedy that, at that point, was not funny to me. I don't know when I was I'm sitting through that now. Dude, when I was 22, though, I sat down and watched it again, or I sat down to watch it, and I'm all, this movie's fucking brilliant. Like, how have I never, like, found this before now, all right? Everything comes from a time and a place, obviously, but your mind changes as you get older. Certain comedy is funny for you as you get older. Herb gets better? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, has has Herb ever been bad? Like, I'm confused by that statement. Oh, no, it's never been bad. It just gets better. Oh, I don't know, okay. I don't know if it's better, dude, because I, I remember when I was um, a young lad, and the smell didn't bother me. It smelled good, and maybe I'm just like inundated with it at the high school because these kids, <laughs> I swear to God, they must be smoking the shittiest weed, like known to man. Because I really? swear to God, they're skunk farmers. I didn't think there was bad weed out there anymore. I thought I thought it stinks so bad. Yeah. I'm out of the loop though on that. You I know, I have to go in <laughs> and smell the bathrooms. After somebody he's taking a shit to get the bad smell of the skunk weed out of my classroom. But isn't that where they're smoking the weed too I know. now? Not the not the staff now. <laughs> oh god. Damn. Yeah. Okay. You know what's funny? And this is totally like off the off the path, but um there was a, a star athlete who was hiding his weed in the staff bathroom behind one of the tiles at my campus. This was a couple years ago. Really? It's like no lie. He was hiding it in the staff bathroom. It's How brilliant. did they find it? I, I don't know how the, the whole thing Someone was out, looking. You'll have to come to my stand-up to hear more about it, but uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've seen <laughs> that you've... Uh, oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh, oh, so Chris is more in the stand-up world. <laughs> After uh, an abysmal failure a few weeks back, Chris has been back multiple times yeah, since then. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm See what you did, Brett? He's like a junkie for that start, now. Starting to get my groove. So. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I You know, I just kind of go in, and, and the room is really... Um, not always the most friendly uh, over at Wix, but it's but it's a good time, and all the comics that are there, they'll hang out most of the night, and uh, they've been real supportive and really encouraging. So it's been cool, man. Um, I, I long for the day where I actually am on a comedy show and not just in a brewery. So most comedy shows are just in a brewery. Nah, yeah, I guess. And the truth of the matter is, is comedy. Okay, is, when I'm on, you know, when I. There are a lot of comedy clubs out here, though, man. A lot of lot of like bars that do a comedy night that's specifically a comedy night, not just hey, we got some comics in the corner tonight. You know, like Liam's was like we're gonna be at the and, shits and giggles on yeah. Friday night. <laughs> but you, you've got like flappers, you've got the improv, you've got a ton of clubs like the Ice House, you got you know in Pasadena, you've got you know, they do open night. They do open mic at uh, yeah yeah. What's called improv? Why don't you go yeah. down there? Oh, well, I will. Just get, dude, it's only been a few weeks. Baby steps, Cut me some man. slack. Well, I just thought you were big boy. You had your big boy pants no, on. Come on, me first. But I do have a Facebook page thinking ahead. <laughs> you know what's funny is, I don't know if I told you this, a few years ago, um, this guy named Chris Thayer um, hit me up on, on Facebook and said, hey, uh, 
I, I want to buy, I see you have, you know, Chris Thayer.com. He's a comedian. So I want to buy Chris Thayer.com from you. And I'm thinking, I'm not selling this. So I pull a dick move and I'm like, yeah, for like six figures, I'll sell it to you. And he's a comic, right? <laughs> Comics don't make shit. They make nothing. So I think he kind of hated me after that. And now he's become pretty successful. I he's think like, he probably wrote you in his fucking routine. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Well, it's funny. If you look at his website, it's like the only Chris there is dot com. And uh, so, oh, so I'm sure okay. he like hated my ass for the longest time. But he's doing really well. Where's he at? Where's he at? He was in San Francisco. Now he's in L.A. <gasps> we should have him on the show. I totally think that would be amazing. My name is Chris there. And here's the funniest part about that is once I started getting into the comedy thing, I go to like, you know, figure out who I'm going to be. I can't be Chris there because he already beat me to it. Because I can't be like, he's like doing some successful shit. He's wrote for like Pete Holmes show and you know, he's, he's doing some things. Well, he is the only Chris there. Well, yeah. apparently. So, <laughs> so turnabout is fair play. So now so, I have to be like CW there or like DL Hughley or whatever and, and come up with some else. So Brett, when he introduced, he didn't know the, who the hell I am. He's like, Chris, Th- no, Chris Wade. Uh, who the hell are you now? You know? <laughs> I don't know who I am. I'm just trying to. Did he mispronounce your name like I did with John? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, what okay, sucks cool. is the fucking carrot top is already taken. You can't. <laughs> I know. You can't use I, that one I looked. Either, I know? looked, and Gallagher is no longer available. Can you either, be so. Chris Barry Gibb there? Is that- I, I'm thinking about that, but I'm not quite sure where I'm going to go with it. <laughs> More than a woman, Chris <laughs> yeah. Thayer. Every time he comes out on stage. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, the fact that you've committed to the beard, by the way, what a, you know, I, I've reached the point where I don't know what else to do because <laughs> I can't really trim it. And, well, and home Just listeners, know how goes. here's the best part is Chris legitimately has a racing stripe down the center of his chin. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lauren. This is Dairy. Now, right. Steve, do you uh, do you die? Huh? No. You, no? I mean, sometimes I have before. I'll no? dye it all black, but no. See all that gray? Look at all that. Oh, that's all. Yeah. That's what happened, all happened overnight. Twins, man. Yeah. It takes a while what? to earn these you things, You know what? Man. They used to be these cool little red hairs in my beard. They all went fucking albino. Yeah, that's me too. I got some red hair. That'll be yep. the next to go. Yep. What an albino on me. So I, yeah. I say just let it go, man. Just let it go. Can you sing it for us? What's that? Let it go. Give up. Oh, <laughs> give, give up. up. That is a little yes. Frozen reference. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. I, I don't yeah, I love the fact that we all we all we've all heard that translation. Oh, it's so yes. great that we did that, and we did that a while back. That was fantastic. That was some good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. um, Monday uh, tomorrow, Brett's doing. Um, they're doing a roast of Brett over at Wix. I saw that. So it should be really cool because he's got some some pretty talented guys, and it, just from being there the few times I've gone, they it's like nonstop. Let's rip on Brett. So if it's an actual night dedicated to you know messing with well, Brad, it's his it's night. Be it's good. his night. So if you've yeah. never been to a roast, man. I mean, that's, that's they're going to be brutal. Oh, yes. It's yeah. rough. They they rip on him all night. What's his long. birthday? He's in Vegas this yeah, weekend. So yeah. he, so tomorrow night is is uh, the roast. Of we should Brad. just rename this. We talk about Brett podcast. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to come up a bit. All right, so I'll uh, see if I can reach out to Chris there. He we're now friends. On Facebook, are you really? Yeah, Your Facebook I, I friended him. If you guys touch yeah. each other, is it like time cop? Well, yeah, I don't like... know. I don't know. I'll find out. But he is in LA now, so it's it's a possibility. I'll see if he's. Interested. Oh my god! If we could get, wouldn't that be amazing? I'd be like, hi, I'm Rob Miltz, Chris Thayer, Steve Hill, and our special guest, Chris Thayer. <laughs> You're not here to sell us about a comic book, man. Called Grace, are you, Chris yeah. Thayer? <laughs> about... no, I think it could be fun. Chris, other Chris. Yeah, no, not you. You, <laughs> you. It's good times. Well, why are you looking at me then? That'd be great. I will refer to him as and the I'll be, real he'll Chris. be sitting straight across from me, so I'll be staring at myself. Oh, and you guys like eye fucking each other the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
He'll be looking at you like, I want that fucking domain, no, man. Seriously, you should yeah, check right. it. He's got a thing on. Uh, That's funny. He's got a thing on uh, YouTube. Um, called Spicy Interviews, mm-hmm. where he and Pete Holmes sit down and they each eat like these atomic peppers and then try to conduct an interview. <laughs> it is the funniest <laughs> shit, dude. I was in tears watching them try to get through this interview. All right, so if you guys are out there, look for the more successful Chris Thayer out Whoa, there. The more successful <laughs> comic Chris Thayer. If you run into our Chris Thayer, please ignore him. He is the lesser of two Chris Thayers. Well, so we he's the only Chris Thayer. <laughs> he's the real Chris Thayer. The real Chris All right. Please All stand right. up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry to do this to you, but we're having so much fun with John here, aren't we, John? Oh, yeah. We're having a great time. Right? Yeah. We're having such a great time with John. We're actually going to take this episode and split it up into two episodes. So uh, come back. Check out the episode right after this one. It'll be part two with John here. Um, but once again, thanks for coming. Uh, I'm Ron Mills. Chris Thayer. Steve Thayer. And we're having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to The Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. Nerd Life Crisis.